Hey everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of the Weird Tales Podcast. My name is Tycho Alhambra. Thank you for listening. If this is your first episode, welcome. We're happy to have you here and know that you are welcome regardless of your race, sexual orientation, or gender identity. The Weird Tales Podcast stands in solidarity with you all. Transcripts of the show are available. The link is in the show notes. This episode is very exciting for me. About a month and a half ago, I was asked to guest read on a podcast called The Bot Canon. It's a show that takes the first hundred words of a piece of classic literature, and then whatever it spits out to complete the story is what's read on the show. It's really kind of fun, and some of the stories are, well, they're stories. Definitely stories. When I was asked, I was also asked for what story I would like to submit. I kicked in The Doom That Came to Sarnath by H.P. Lovecraft. It took those words and then wrote a story that I am a little bit angry I didn't write myself because it's really, really freaking good. I took the text the AI spit out, made a few very small edits, mostly changes of pronoun when mentioning who was talking, and here it is, 99% untouched as it was spit out. The Doom That Came to Sarnath, The Bot Cannon Remix, by H.P. Lovecraft and The Bot Cannon AI. There is, in the land of Nar, a vast still lake that is fed by no stream, and out of which no stream flows. Ten thousand years ago there stood by its shore the mighty city of Sarnath, but Sarnath stands there no more. It is told that in the immemorial years when the world was young, before ever the men of Sarnath came to the land of Nar, another city stood beside the lake, the grey stone city of Ib, which was old as the lake itself and peopled with beings not pleasing to behold. Very odd and ugly were these beings, as indeed are most beings of a world yet inchoate and rudely fashioned. In the city of Ib these beings would gather at a stated time and speak to one another of the many secrets of their city. But they would speak to no man whomsoever of the things which were whispered among themselves. In Sarnath the men would meet and wonder at the creatures of Ib and what they might be speaking of. But only to each other would the Sarnathians speak, venturing to no man's house in that city upon any matter, either great or small, which concerned the other beings of the world. And the beings, the Ib of Ib, would wonder and talk amongst themselves, saying, What do the men of Sarnath know of the things of Ib? The beings of Ib looked like men, but they were not men, for they had beaks like unto birds and harsh voices, and their chief city stood in a dark valley where light never came. Very odd and ugly were these beings, as indeed are most beings of a world yet inchoate and rudely fashioned. The men of Sarnath used to look upon the beings of Ib and mutter, saying to each other, Were it not better, think you, to be as an Ib of Ib than as a man of Sarnath? One man of Sarnath, in particular, was very jealous of the Ib, and would say many things against them. And in time it came to pass that the men of Sarnath did no more walk in the cool of the evening past the great lake, being fearful of the Ib. This man was named Mnar, and he dwelt in Sarnath, and his sons and his kindred likewise dwelt in Sarnath, and were a great and honored house there. One day, as Mnar was walking in the valley of Sarnath, he noted a throng of many peoples coming towards him. And Mnar said unto his sons, Lo, a people cometh. Our kindred draweth nigh unto us from afar. And his son said, 
We will go down and greet them. When they did, they discovered that Nar's kindred were none other than the Ib of Ib, and their number was ten thousands. And Nar's sons said unto the Ib, Whence come ye, mighty beings of Ib? The Ib replied, We come from Ib, which is by the lake of frozen glass, which is in the land of Nar. Then Nar's sons said, And what bringeth you unto our world? We have nothing to offer you but honor, for we have much honor. And the Ib said unto Menar's sons, We come to teach the men of Sarnath, for it is said that the men of Sarnath have forgotten much. We must teach them how to praise the Nameless One. Well, for that, said Menar's sons, we will receive you, for we have long awaited you. We have heard whispers of the Nameless One, and in our hearts we have prayed that we might behold his glory. And Menar's sons said unto the Ib, Why have you not come before now? For ten thousand years we have awaited you. And the Ib said, We have been forbidden. We cannot come to you until commanded. Also we dared not reveal ourselves, for the men of Sarnath feared us as they should, and would not suffer us to come among them. Then Menar's son said, We thank you, O mighty Ib, for your coming. What must we do to receive the Nameless One's blessing? And the Ib said, Bring unto us the book of Akamana. What is that? said Menar's sons. It is, said the Ib, a book which very rarely falls from the moon. But when it does, it lands in your valley, and we must have it. How shall we do that? said Menar's sons. Bring us the book, then we shall tell you, said the Ib. Then Menar's sons said, I guess we shall go get the book. And they went unto their city, and gathered together the elders and scribes and sorcerers, and told them all that had befallen, and bade them search the vaults of their city for the book. When they found it, they saw that it was covered in dust, but said that it had not been opened for so long that the dust was a thick carpet over the whole book. They brought it to the Ib, and they said, Here is the book. And the Ib said, Open it! The sons of Menar opened the book, and out from its pages came a stench such as they had never before smelled. And the Ib said, It smells of greatness and of the ancients, but we cannot read it. And Menar's son said, Not read it? Why not? The Ib became sad and said, Because it is written in the forgotten tongue of Ib, and also because the men of Sarnath have neglected it for so long and no longer understand it. Alas, said Menar's sons, that we must disappoint you, O mighty Ib. We shall not learn how to praise the nameless one, for we cannot read the ancient tongue of Ib, for we would first have to teach you to read, and we do not have that much time. The Ib begged them, but Menar's sons refused, and closing the book, they went away. And Menar's sons said, We must find a way to rid the world of this scourge, for we cannot bear the stench of the book of Akamana. Let us go unto our father and tell him of what we must do. When they had told Nar the whole story, he told them to take the book and cast it upon the hill of martyrs. We cannot do that, said Menar's sons, for the book of Akamana is sacred and must never be desecrated. If you do not leave it there, Menar replied, then we shall all be destroyed. Well, what then shall we do, they said. Menar replied, we shall take it to the lake of frozen glass which is in our land and cast it upon the lake. The Ib can have it and do what they like with it. But 
how shall we get there? Seminar's sons. Nar said, Take my chariot. It shall carry you there, for it is swift and wide. Thank you, father. Nar's sons rode to the lake of frozen glass, clutching the sacred book in hand. When they arrived, they threw the book into the lake where it floated for a moment, then sank into the icy waters. Now no one shall have it, Nar's sons said. And now we shall not be driven from the lands of Sarnath, said Nar, for so long as the lake has the book, the Ib will not come. And now we can teach all that we desire to teach. The sons of Nar did teach all that they desired to teach. They taught sorcery and witchcraft. They taught their magic and the secrets of making charms and potions. And the sons of Nar learned much from the teachings of the Ib. They thought they had learned all they ever would, but then, finally, the day came when their teachings failed them. The day when the Nameless One sent his servants to Sarnath. The sons of Nar became terrified. They cast their spells, but they could not stop the intruders. We can do nothing, they said. We are vanquished. Nar said, not quite, for we can still fight. How can we fight against sorcerers? We can use our swords, said Minar, and our strength, and our potions, which if our friends are wounded, we can heal. The sons of Nar fought the intruders, and though they fought well, they were defeated. Our magic is useless, the sons of Nar said. We are doomed. The Ib, triumphant at the side of the Nameless One, approached the sons of Nar and bade them welcome. You have fought well, the Ib said, and I give you this reward. From this moment on you shall be known as Ib priests. So the sons of Nar became Ib priests. They spent their days teaching the Ib all that they knew, and they lived lives of peace and prosperity for many years. But the sons of Nar were ever restless, and one day they came upon the book again. We cannot let the book remain here, they said. Perhaps if we read it, we will learn how to release ourselves from the power of the Ib. They opened the book and read, but despite all their study, they found nothing to help them, and the knowledge of the book remained closed to them. We cannot use it, they said. It must be discarded. The frozen lake can have it. And the sons of Nar went to the frozen lake and cast the book into the icy waters. They will think it destroyed, they said, and will leave us in peace. Now we shall never be troubled again. It was not until the next day when they learned what they had done. The sons of Nar went to the lake, and there, in the depths of the icy waters, the book of Akamana floated. The Ib were enraged, and they sent their servants to Sarnath to slay Nar's sons. All of Nar's sons were slain, and no one remained but Nar himself. What have you done? the Ib said. I have done as thou badest me, Nar said. I, too, have cast the book into the lake. There remains only one other Ib, the Ib said. I shall go to him, for he knows all our secrets. He can teach us all our magic. He shall be our master. And the Ib left Nar alone to finish the journey. For three days Nar journeyed, but he found no one, and he came to the end of the land. And there, at the edge of the world, Nar found an outcropping of rock, and on the rock was written, Behold, the infant god of all the lands who shall come to rule the universe. And Nar knew he had come to the end of his journey. 
Nar knelt before the rock and read the words. And Minar wept, for he knew that the gods had forsaken him and that his sons were dead. O oh Lord, he said, why hast thou forsaken me? There he lay until finally, at the end of the land, he lay down to die. And as he lay there, he heard a sound. He looked. A boat was approaching the shore, and Nar knew it was the boat of the Ib coming to seek him out. Why didst thou not kill Nar? The Ib called out to the Nameless One. Why didn't you destroy him? I could not, the Nameless One said. I cannot harm him or his descendants. No, I will do this. Nar shall forever live in this place, and his descendants shall be lost to him. Then the boat with the Ib went away, and Nar was left to live forever alone in the desert. And that's it. That's where the story ends. When I read that, I nearly threw my computer across the room because I loved it so much. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoy the show and want to help support it, you can kick into my Patreon. Patreon.com slash The Weird Tales Podcast. Every dollar goes back into the show and pays for things like hosting fees, guest readers, and the fully tailored Keton tuxedo I wear when I sit down to record. I look damn good when I present the stories for you. Thank you to Lucas Nicholson, Franklin Jones, Stephen McKay, and Pontus Fredrickson for your support. Please feel free to follow me on Twitter, Weird Tales Pod, send me an email, theweirdtalespodcast at gmail.com, or leave me a rating and review on iTunes. Go and get vaccinated for everything you're eligible to be vaccinated for, and get all your boosters too. Science, baby. It works. Punch a racist in the face, and always remember that the most important step a person can take is always the next one. Thank you all so much for listening, and I'll see you next week.